0: Good morning. Welcome to Tobin Talks. I am your host Tino Hove, and today we're going to be doing an interview with uh, Deborah Johnson Young. Did I get that right, Deborah? Uh, pretty close. Deborah it- Johnson Young. Deborah Jonas and Young, sorry about that. Uh, Deborah Jonas and Young, um, and we're going to be talking about the new course that's uh, just being offered here at ASPER, and that is Applied Small Business Consulting. Um, so, Deborah, I'm going to kind of give you the floor here and tell us a little bit about yourself and, and what you do.
1: All right, thank you, Tino. Um, I am the uh, IHS for Executive Director of the Stu Clark Center for Entrepreneurship at the uh, Asper School of Business. We are an entrepreneurship center in support of. of uh, the entire university students from ASPR, but all other faculties, but mm-hmm. we are resident within the ASPR school. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm involved with the, with the new course by virtue of the fact that i um, very involved with the community um, with many, many contacts. So mm-hmm. um, I, I became involved with this new program by virtue of that.
0: For sure. So what what does the Stu uh, Clark Central for entrepreneurship do? So you say you're involved with that because, you know, you're pre connected in the community. Tell us a bit about what that, what the center does. All
1: right. Well, the Stu Clark Center for Entrepreneurship is a center that is uh, dedicated to uh, raising awareness and providing opportunities for students to practice entrepreneurship, get to know what entrepreneurship is about. Mm -hmm. Um, We have a few fundamental beliefs. Number one is we're here to spark entrepreneurial spirit. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't matter where you are, whether you've started a business, whether you just have an idea, Um, we, um, we are here to meet you where you are and help you nurture that idea along. Um, We do a number of different things we're involved with the uh, academic side with um, the entrepreneurship programs at the university. We um, uh, host a number of fairly significant Uh, business plan competitions, Mm -hmm. so that includes um, at a graduate level, undergrad, and and high school, too. And uh, those competitions attract students from all over North America. Mm -hmm. Uh, We uh, um, uh, support entrepreneurship in a variety of uh, other ways, including uh, doing elevator pitch competitions, startup Mm crawls, webinars on what entrepreneurship is all about, And then uh, we have something called a Venture Coach. And the Venture Coach is there to support people who are in the um, um, support students who are starting their own businesses. And this this is a uh, at no cost service. Um, Students make appointments with the Venture Coach and he sits with you and talks with you specifically about your particular venture, where you are on your journey, and then helps and and, uh, mentors you along the way. And then finally, we connect up to the larger community. So we're part of the larger entrepreneurial ecosystem, but we also are a connection to uh, the business community and and, um, many of the business senior leaders within Manitoba.
0: Oh, that's great. And you say that the the service is of no cost to students uh, to come and visit the Venture Coach. Right. And you are, so you're in the, you're in the Drake Center. Is that correct? Is that you, are you are
1: located in the Drake Center. If you come in the front doors, uh, you turn directly to your right and you'll be walking right through our doors.
0: For sure. And so you're in the Drake Center, but you provide services to, to all students at large, right? So that's
1: To the entire university. So we deal with uh, many students from Asperger. Mm -hmm. Uh, But we also deal with students from uh, science and medicine and agriculture. And sometimes what happens is those students get together Mm -hmm. and develop potential businesses um, and come together as as, um, either a a small team or a group Mm -hmm. of people. And we coach them and and help them to understand more um, how to work together, together collaboratively.
0: For sure, great, awesome, also that that's a really cool resource for students uh, who have who have like business ideas. Right? You have that coaching and that guidance. Now, yeah. the transitioning more into this applied small business consulting course. So, so what role um are you kind of involved with there? What's the course about that that sort of thing?
1: Well, the um, applied small business consulting course was um, envisioned. Um, um, through um, Dean Gaddy Jacobi. Mm-hmm. And his thought process was to begin with, when everything happened with COVID and we noticed many, many uh, organizations that were struggling with that transition. Mm-hmm. And, you know, being the business school, we are here to help and support business, particularly small business. Mm-hmm. But we felt that we should take a much more um, uh, proactive role in helping small businesses negotiate through the challenges of COVID but also also help them um with what some of the steps are that they could be taking right now into the short-term future and into the longer-term future to pivot their businesses to make them more resilient Mm -hmm. to help them um come through it and and so uh Uh, Dean Jacoby, Mm -hmm. um, while he was pondering all of this, um, thought that perhaps it would be a great idea to marry up our students with the businesses because our students are getting some of the best education out there as it relates to accounting, marketing, Mm -hmm. strategy, you know, supply Mm -hmm. chain, uh, all of the major factors that that, um, make up Um, uh, the composition of a business Uh and by by developing a course where we could put small teams of students in touch with organizations Mm -hmm. that uh, um, require that kind of assistance it could use a little help with uh, marketing with pivoting online with understanding their financial situation better Mm-hmm. or really looking towards maybe even developing an entire new strategy that our students are well versed in that. And sure. so the concept of marrying them up with these businesses from a, a, what we deem, what we term as a pro bono, meaning it's complimentary, it's free. Yeah. Students work on it, they get exceptional experience in terms of working with a real organization in times of in challenging times, Mm. and and then um, the businesses get the advantage of having this knowledge. They end up with a plan to take them forward, and um, as a school, we're supporting um, the business community, the community at large, and uh, the greater uh, economy of Manitoba, and Mm. um, we are also providing students with this incredible opportunity to go in and and practice some of that knowledge that they've gained in a real life situation.
0: For sure. So now, just to clarify a little bit, so this is pro bono for the businesses and uh, students get that experience and then businesses also get, you know, um, that insight. Well, a, a question that might come up is, so what's, what should be the difference between this and the student just doing an internship? You know, like what's, uh, what you know, like, and, and also like are there any and, and another concern that that some some students may have would be like is this free paper for 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 businesses how are we protecting yeah. are we protecting the students in kind of that area as well right
1: well I think those are both great questions and mm-hmm. and um you know slightly different um, we also offer an mba uh, uh, program that is a consulting program where they go into um, and that's been offered for quite a few years now. Mm-hmm. Um, there are times, uh, um, this is for a semester, yeah. there are times when it's of great value to go in with a team, you're not by yourself. Okay. So in terms of internship versus this, you're going in with a couple of other people, you're mm-hmm. analyzing, you're coming, you're, you're looking for, um, um, you know, potential ideas to make that business better. Mm. And that this concept of, of, um, of going in and having these, um, these organizations and, and what they're requiring already carved out for you, because our professors are working with these various organizations okay. to define what The opportunity is what they need. So there's a lot of pre work that is done that is typically not done with with a number of other opportunities. Mm. Now let's talk about um, this concept of, of, um, you know, um, free labor. Yes, yes. Sometimes, you know, during the course of your career and, and I know during the course of my career mm. that there were times when I had to go over and above and do different things and I didn't get paid for it. Mm. Um, but the, the knowledge that I gained came back to me tenfold in terms mm-hmm. of, you know preparing you um, like this is this is resume enhancing experience you can go in and you you can put on a resume that you've had this experience mm. and and so therefore what you gain from this mm. and sometimes what we gain in the knowledge we gain when we're when we're actually working in organizations is greater than the pay we are paid And throughout the course of our careers, what we find Mm -hmm. is that there are times when we reap the benefits of the pay, and other times when we have to give a little bit more, Mm -hmm. but then we reap the benefits of the pay later on because it positions us better. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I hope that answers. Oh,
0: yeah, no. That does, that does. So it it's kind of saying that, you know, you're you're putting it that that pre-work, you know, as a student. So that's I, I think it also comes kind kind of goes into that uh, question student ask of, you know, they say I need experience before I get a job, but I need a job to get experience.
1: What a great, what a great comment, you know. Yeah. And you know, and and then we also um, we wanna be careful mm-hmm. in terms of these types of things, but it's an investment. It's an mm-hmm. investment in your future, and you're right.
0: It provides you with again
1: resume-enhancing experience
0: for sure. So now, now, kind of looking at the fact. So you you say that there's a lot of there's a lot of pre-work done. Like the professors are are you know um, going in and they are working with these businesses, trying to identify opportunities. So there's this kind of two questions there. The first one is if, if the professors going in and identifying these opportunities, then like what role does the student play? Okay. And then the second question would be, how do we make sure that these businesses are taking students uh, seriously, right? Because, you know, it's very easy for a business to be like, oh, they're just a student. What do they know, right? You know, so so that sort of thing as well. Like, what's that relationship like?
1: Uh, Well, I think think you touch on a couple of very good points. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think that um, as we've kind of built this program, we've tried to build in, um, you know, um that that whole concept of of how do the um how do the students provide the best work for the businesses mm-hmm. how do the businesses get the best advantage mm-hmm. and how do we come out at the end of this mm-hmm. where everybody is really saying wow what a great experience so when, we begin when. with the end in mind Mm -hmm. And, and when you look at that, um, the first thing that we did um, was we, we said, okay, what is the criteria for a business that Mm -hmm. we may want to pursue to come, um, um, uh, to be considered for this? Mm -hmm. So to begin with, um, and this, the model may change as we go forward. Of
0: course. Yeah, yeah.
1: Where we have organizations approaching us, but this time around we approached organizations, mm-hmm. and we said based on what we were trying to look for, we were saying, you know what, we want businesses that um, are big enough um, that they've got a few employees and they understand the business concepts and everything. You know, mm-hmm. they've been around for a little while, so, uh, but they're they're struggling with. The new challenges, yeah. or we also have looked at businesses that are um, uh, pri- uh, pu- uh, sorry, not for profit, okay. because even slightly larger not for profits don't have the resource base mm-hmm. that um, larger businesses might have to ask to go out and pay and ask for help. Okay. And so, you know, we we actually vetted the organizations first. Mm-hmm. we looked at uh, we looked at a cross section of organizations so that we we could get organizations that might want marketing help that might want finance help that might want business planning or strategic help uh-huh. so that when we came, when it came to the students we would try and match them up to to you know what they love to do mm-hmm. with what the opportunity is in terms of the organization so we went out to these organizations and said hey we have this wonderful opportunity would you like to be involved mm-hmm. so right away they came in and and most of them said yes we would really love to have this mm-hmm. opportunity so they're committed right off the bat right yeah, yeah. and then then um, we looked at our professor base and we said okay which professors are going to be best based on where we think these opportunities are going. You know, Mm -hmm. is it supply chain? Mm -hmm. Is it moving to an online platform? Is it marketing or accounting? Mm -hmm. And so we picked, we picked professors that have incredible skill and experience in those areas. Mm-hmm. And then we match them up with the organizations. And then they spoke to the organizations.
0: Okay, okay. That and then was.
1: the students now are being matched um, so that we're, we're trying to provide the best experience for the students in the areas that they're really interested in. And um, I would um, I would probably say that the organizations, Um, uh, are already recognizing that um, they are going to be dealing with a student, but Mm -hmm. they're dealing with students who are getting the most current information. So Mm -hmm. both the organization and the students Mm -hmm. are on learning curves together. And I Mm -hmm. think they will value each other um, and respect Mm -hmm. each other appropriately
0: of course yeah that that makes sense if it's if it's a situation where beforehand that relationship was was explained right um, now now in terms of the professor is it a it situ- is now this is just curiosity right so if if we, if ever a conflict arises between say a business and students right
1: yeah
0: like how is that handled
1: well you know i think a conflict would be handled um, with the professor okay. so the professor definitely becomes um, an advocate both for the student and for the, the company people. and they become yeah. an intermediary. Because, you know, if you're out in the work world, there mm-hmm. are conflicts and, and yeah. um, you know, that's such a great question because no matter what, um, conflicts can and will arise. Mm-hmm. And if you're working together with two or three other people, there may be conflicts that way. Mm-hmm. Um, it, the professor is also there to to guide the students um, with respect to what does good consulting look like? How do you attack consulting? How do you go about it? Um, You know, the listening skills that you require because you have to understand the the challenge of the organization in order to apply the correct solutions. Mm -hmm. So the professor becomes that person who helps um, uh, to match organization and students up together. Um, they, the students will check in with the professor at critical time points during the course okay. of the semester, just to make sure that everything kind of is, is and nothing is going off track. They'll also check in with the business mm. uh, to, to make sure that everything is, is going the way it needs to go. And if there, if there uh, needs to be any kind of intervention, that'll happen quickly
0: oh yeah for sure for sure now you touched on something that i think was really important so you touched on the listening skills that that you learn in consulting you touched yeah. on learning and students learning you know uh, how to consult properly okay and i'd like to take a to take a little bit of time for you to kind of like just go a little bit more in depth in like so what are students learning in this class right so you touched they're learning how to listen they're learning how to consult properly like what does that look like right what if, yeah. if you have anything to say there
1: Yes. I mean, um, these are skill sets, by the way, if you're, if you're in the consulting world, yeah. they're absolutely essential skill sets. But if you're in the corporate world, mm-hmm. they're going to benefit you significantly because the process is, is much the same. Mm-hmm. Um, now, when you are in the consulting world and if you're being paid to consult yeah then the organization you're consulting with is is looking to you for your guidance and knowledge mm. um, but that doesn't mean that you uh, are an expert in oh. what they do because the organization is the expert in what in what they know they're looking for knowledge that they currently don't have and that you can help them with mm. so if if you know sometimes in the consulting world what happens is people go in with solutions before they understand fully what the problem is yeah. and often that's where you run into conflict between an organization and and the people who are offering consultative services mm-hmm. so one of the most critical things is really listening to and and knowing how to ask the correct questions. So you've got to be a bit of a sleuth. You've got to go in there and be able to ask questions to really understand what the problems are. You have to have enough knowledge in your respective field to, to be mm-hmm. able to do that. And an example would be if, um, if you're looking for marketing help, like, how do I advertise now? Yeah. Um, the the, the um, uh, students or consultants would go in and say, well, let's take a look at what you're doing right now. Yeah. So we have a starting point. Mm-hmm. And then um, you know the end point looks like probably a the solution or what they're going to propose as a solution. Mm-hmm. But there's also something that says here's where you are today. Now, if you employ these specific things, you know at some point in time in the future you should see number of customers rise. You should see your sales go up. Mm-hmm. So you really have to listen. You have to ask the right questions and listen in order to understand what what the problems are. And sometimes um, businesses and clients can't always express that. Ah. They, don't, they don't necessarily know themselves. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you continue to ask questions. So the students in this course are going to get some instruction on You know, what are good consulting practices? Mm -hmm. So, you know, that initially is important. Um, Mm -hmm. The fact that the student constantly checks back to make sure that they're on the right track, because um, if you you go away after an initial consult and you build a solution Mm -hmm. and then you come back and and the company says, oh, wow, that's not what I was thinking. So you can adjust and modify um, your thought process by, mm-hmm. by uh, regularly checking back with the organization, just to say, you know, here's where I'm at, here's what I'm finding out. Mm-hmm. Actually, by the time you present your final recommendations to the company, in many ways, nothing should be a surprise.
0: Oh, okay. It
1: should be something that somehow you're already bringing, That Mm -hmm. client along with you in in that journey, so that by the time you're done, they've already been educated. Mm -hmm. So, this role of of the educator from a student perspective Mm
0: -hmm.
1: to to the organization is as important as being a learner Mm -hmm. from the organization. So, we have to ask the questions, the probing questions, understand. Um, from an organizational perspective. And then we have to become a teacher and bring them along with us. Mm. So that when we present the final recommendations, they're saying, first of all, yeah, that makes sense because of what we talked about. And wow, are you ever creative and wonderful to come up with a solution like that.
0: Sure, so, so just to sum up what I wanted, so the, here's what I, think, what I think I'm getting from that, right? So you say, you say firstly, the student's going to learn um, how, how to how to listen properly to the organization's problems and identify them. Uh students going to learn how to work in an organization um, through the solution finding process so that by the time they get there it's like oh okay yeah this makes total sense. Mm-hmm. Right. It definitely makes sense, right? Um students going to learn um, how to create and adapt representation to problems. Right. Yes. Um, So, so those are, those are three, three, three takeaways I I got from there that, that this is, these are skills the student is going to learn. Did I leave anything out there, Deborah? you think?
1: Um, I think you've touched on them beautifully, uh, Tino. And I would also add that during the course of that, they also have this other incredible resource. And that is the professor who will mentor them through the process. So what, what, and, um, if you were in a typical organization, regardless of whether you're consulting or not, it is, it is the same process that you would use as you're, as you're working through your own role within an organization. We don't always have the answers. Sometimes mm-hmm. we get confused. Yeah. Um, sometimes the organize, sometimes it, it looks bigger than it is, and sometimes it looks smaller than it is. So to have that... A trusted partner like a professor to Mm. bounce ideas off of Mm. and make sure that um, that um, you know you're you're kind of walking down the correct path is an invaluable um, um, benefit and it is the kind of thing that if you learn how to do that whether you're consulting or whether you're in a corporate environment Mm. and you find those mentors within a within an environment to assist you, um, then you learn the power of, of having that kind of experience at your back. One thing that we all find out during the course of our careers is mm-hmm. we will not have the answers for everything and we have to know when to ask for it. So this provides another opportunity to learn that.
0: For sure. So so what you, I think we've got just a couple of minutes left here, uh, Deborah. So, Couple the one thing I did want to want to touch on is um, so who is the who who can apply for the course? So who's the course open um, to?
1: All right. So typically um, this this go around the course was open to fourth year students, okay. um, and and it depends on how many it would have depended on how many students would have applied for it. Mm-hmm. Um, we we were open to fourth year students. And where...
0: Sorry, are these fourth year ASPer students or fourth year students across the fourth
1: board? Year
0: okay. yeah.
1: Fourth year ASPer. Okay. Fourth year ASPer, and, um, uh, and we also opened it up to a few co-op students um, uh, where it worked for co-op placements for them. Um, with respect to, our numbers were capped at about 30 for the okay. court. Uh-huh. uh so that it became manageable
0: mm-hmm.
1: and um so it really is an intensive really personal kind of uh, experience mm-hmm. and um, um if there were if we hadn't have had uh, you know the 34th year students blind then there was a wait list for third year students also
0: Okay, for sure. Now, so, so kind of just circling it a little bit back to, to kind of the service that the Stu Clark center our um, office to the university at large, right. Yeah. Do, are there any plans to find a way to open this to open this kind of learning out to to other faculties? Um, do you know anything of that nature? Um, Um,
1: So what I can tell you is, is that this particular course, we're planning on offering in winter also, and we're also, we're also um, uh, planning on moving forward with it into future years, from an a perspective, Mm -hmm. Um, there are, you talked about internships before a number of other faculties work um, more on an internship model. So in the Faculty of Science, Uh, because it 's more specific rather than uh, business oriented they 're working on internships that that would expose students to those kind of uh, We have no plans at this stage of the game uh, mm-hmm. to offer outside of the Asper faculty, but that does not mean that if success if it 's successful, mm-hmm. that we mightn't, um, we might 't look at expanding that.
0: Okay, for sure. we do have yeah.
1: some courses like, um, you know, our entrepreneurship um, um, mm-hmm. fundamental program where we offer that to ASPR students, but we also have a, a parallel course uh, that is offered to uh, non asper So, you know, it's quite possible that we could foray for into sure. that into in the
0: future. For sure, I, I, I just ask because I think a lot of students would be interested in, in you know, in, in helping other businesses out, right? Yes. Um, now, now, just to kind of like, kind of circle that to to you, Deborah, so say a student, um, you know, approach the business, say, it, say they're an art student, right, so they're really good at writing, right, Yes. and they say to a business, hey, you know what, I've been looking at some of the content, and I think I could be a really good writer, for you, right, yeah. and consult you on your writing. Now, that's, that's almost a little bit of some entrepreneurial, you know, guff there, right? Yep. Um, would they be able to, to come to this two-clock center and say, hey, this is what I've been offering some businesses, this is what I've been offering, can you guys help me out? Would you guys be able to provide some guidance for them there?
1: So what we would do in that case, because you touch on something very important, and, and it really is called what's, what is entrepreneurship? Yeah. And so entrepreneurship, you know, a lot, of, a lot of people think, wow, it's Mark Zuckerberg and, <laughs> and you know, the big, the big guys who, who have built these big tech companies and everything. But entrepreneurship can look like I'm a consultant. I'm somebody who offers my specific services to um, an organization. It could look like I'm an accountant and I want to start my own accountancy firm. Mm. Um, so if we, if we redefine entrepreneurship to say, it's really, I'm starting my own business. Yeah. It can be in an existing field or, or it can be in, in uh, um, you know, something brand new and exciting kind of thing. Of so, in, in, you know, your example that you yeah. used is a great example. They have a skill set. And anytime you have a skill set and you can take it out and people are willing to, to pay you in order to um, understand that more or for you to do services for them, mm-hmm. then we call that entrepreneurship. So the, sh- the longer answer to your question is we absolutely would help. If they're in interested in, in saying, how might I expand my client base mm-hmm. Might I I do this for more people? Then they already have their idea. Their idea is I you know I have a, I have great writing skills and communication skills. Mm-hmm. How can I turn that in to a business for myself? Which is really, and it's not more magical than that. So um, um, they they would contact us, make an appointment with our venture coach, who would walk them through potential steps that they could take in order to uh, maximize the opportunity for themselves.
0: For sure. Well, well, thank you so much, Deborah. That's, that's all I had on my end here. Did you have anything you wanted to touch on before we wrap up?
1: Well, I want to say thank you very much, Tino, um, for for the opportunity to to talk about this and talk about some of the great things that are happening and this you know like ENTR 4050 the small Mm -hmm. applied uh, consulting course Mm -hmm. is is a very important one because it it brings students and community and business together Mm -hmm. and that's what that's what this is all about from both a jobs perspective later on, but also from you know, benefiting our economy. So thank you very much for the opportunity to be able to talk more
0: about it. And that's all for this episode of Tobin Talk.